Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. All right, everyone. Exciting, exciting, exciting. I have a guest today, so you don't have to just listen to me. Hey, it's Patty Lennon, your host. And today I have Whitney McNeil with me. Whitney is, among other things, a very, very good friend of mine that has kept me sane through the insanity that is this last whatever amount of time we want to say. And, um, She is also a certified medium. She is the creator of the Messenger of Spirit Oracle card deck, which I've talked about here that I love. And she's brilliant. And she understands shit from the spirit world and explains it in ways that always make sense to me. So I really wanted her to come here because she's actually been one of those people that's gotten me through this time that we've talked about in the last couple episodes, which is, you know, the desert, the lostness, the uncomfortableness of the transformation we're all going through. She actually is the the one that really speaks to me around the Phoenix energy. So I always understood Phoenix energy in one way, like rising from the ashes, but in Whitney's work, she talks about the stages of the Phoenix. So I feel like we're all kind of walking through different parts of the Phoenix experience. So maybe we can talk to that, but without further ado, welcome Whitney. Hey Patty. Thanks for having me. I love hanging out with you and I love having conversations with you. So I'm glad that we can do this for everybody listening and the energy has definitely been interesting. So, so much to talk about, right? (laughs) So much to talk about. So Whitney, where I last left off with our audience here, we have gone through the last couple of weeks talking about, oh, the desert, feel so lost. Yeah. I think a couple of weeks ago, we talked about working with guardian angels, which especially I talked about specifically working with the archangels a couple of weeks ago. And today I wanted to talk about working with spirit guides because I think people really don't understand sometimes when they're either new to this work or they've kind of been going down to one methodology for working with the metaphysical world that we have lots of different helpers and they help us in different ways. And I think you're such a good teacher of discussing how to work with them. Like you really get into it. You've worked with this for how many years have you been developing your system of languages? Yeah. So I, I started my business in 2010. So it's been a while. And I definitely love that we can call on so many different helpers. And I found it so helpful to work with our spirit guides because they're so objective to our path. And at times we want to give them the middle finger because we're like, I don't want to learn this lesson, you know, Mm, don't want to do it. However, they're like, no, you're contracted to learn certain things. And they're so helpful with our growth 
even if we don't want to see it or acknowledge it or admit it. So they guide us, they teach us and they protect us and do so many things for us. And it's so nice to call on all of the, the different energies that we have, but our spirit guides are here for us and really know our path and our purpose, even when we don't think we know it. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. And even when they keep giving us the same vague direction to let go, let go, let go, and they don't tell us what's going to come after we let go, so they don't make us feel better about it. They actually know what's happening. They just know they can't tell us more until we... Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I live in the desert. So when I'm in this energetic desert, it feels really frustrating. And sometimes we get these, these messages that are beautiful. However, when we're in this desert, we don't necessarily see the outcome. We have to follow the breadcrumbs. And so many times we want to take action. We're ambitious. We're like, give me the thing to do and I'll freaking do it. You know, I just want some motivation and I want to move forward. And Spirit's like, well, actually, your action right now is to just rest. And while that sounds great, that sounds like such a wonderful concept to us, actually doing it for months on end or doing it and feeling like I should be doing something else, our ego gets in the way. Mm -hmm. And our Spirit Guides are like, hey, follow these breadcrumbs. Follow each and everything. Your energy needs to integrate. Your energy needs to align. You need to acclimate to the change that's coming up. And they're really saying, hey, Whitney, hey, Patty, hey, whoever, you asked for this big, amazing thing that we're manifesting, we're helping you manifest. But in order for that to come to fruition, we got to move and change some things, but you got to do your part and move and change your energy too. In order for you to be ready to receive it, your energy has to build. It's a little low right now, or you have to just let go of some stuff. You got to let it go of the past in order to really embrace this new level that you've been asking for. So we forget that because we think it should happen right now. We're like, I'm ready for it now. And while part of our energy could be like our mental body says yes, because our mental body is really fast. And our emotional body, our physical body is not whether it be tired, like where our physical body can be tired, our emotional body hasn't fully processed all the things that we need to process because our emotional body and our physical body operate at a slower pace and they're in a slower state, we can feel very, very disconnected because our spiritual and our mental aren't harmonizing with the emotional and the physical aspects. So our guides do know what we need to do. They're there to help us. We just need to really lean into that trust. And Patty, I think when we are trying to lean into trust, we often second guess ourselves. I must be getting this wrong. My spirit guides must be taking a vacation. You know, what's going on? Yet they're always working in our favor. It's just, we think it needs to look a certain way. Yes. Yes. And you know what, before we go any further, I realize we should probably clarify because people listening may not understand the difference. And I always think it's important. What's the difference? And I'm going to describe how I define it, but you give your explanation of it. So when we talk about our team, we've got a divine being, I call it the divine, Whitney calls it spirit. And you know, you might call it source or universe. So it's sort of this 
the energy that birthed us into this world, right? You might call it God. And then we get helpers. They don't take the place of the higher being, the highest being where, but we get helpers and they come with different qualities. And so what I've explained is that angels have never incarnated. So they're sort of like there to protect the quality of love within your soul and love on the planet. And they kind of watch from, from heaven. They're like, I can't believe someone else agreed to come to earth. It's, oh my God, <laughs> let's go and protect them. Whereas spirit guides have incarnated and they incarnated enough where they no longer need to incarnate. They learned the shit they need to learn on planet earth, school earth. And so now they can help from an advisory standpoint, from a mentorship standpoint, they come as a helper with the understanding of what it means to be human, which also means they often come with what I would call more, more personality. Like they tend to have a little bit more of like, like you will sometimes have, I've seen for my clients or for me, one might come snarky. One might actually come very like graceful and loving and can always just like move through any situation and brings flowers, you know? And so they had like qualities I think are more closer to what you might attribute to different human qualities, not because that's who they were at their last life, just because that's the aspect of them that you need to understand them. So that's how I define it. How do you explain spirit guide? Pretty much the same. I see angels as beings of light because my primary intuitive language is a seer. So I see, and I'm seeing this beautiful energy emanating of green or pink or something of that sort. And I do see that most of the time angels are, are shared, you know, as far as they can help many people. Spirit guides are just assigned to you. And that's based on your vibration rate. So they can be attracted to you based on your rate as you were incarnating into the world. And so they can also have a contract with you if you have some agreement that you have made before you chose to incarnate. And they're similar to you. So if you're an artist, you most likely have a spirit guide that specializes in art or has some qualities in that state. And they definitely have personality. Some people are like, hmm, my spirit guides are never going to talk to me, you know, and use a cuss word. I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, yes, they will, like depending on their personality. So I'm very frank or, and I would say very authentic and try to be. And my spirit guides are too. They tell me it in a way that I need to hear it, to laugh. They give joy, right? We have spirit guides that specialize in bringing more joy into our life. So they definitely have more of that personality. And the funny thing, Patty, I think so many people expect that somebody's spirit guide's name is going to be something grandiose, like golden winged, I don't know, rainbow halo or something. And, you know, sometimes when you talk to your spirit guides, it's like, my name's Bob. That's it. My name's Mary and that's it. And, you know, <laughs> they're very attuned to the earth plane, which is really what we need. We can also have guides that have never lived an earth plane life before, but they're not as connected and that's, it's a little bit more rare. So it's really interesting, but we're on the same page for that. Okay. Awesome. And then, um, for those of you who aren't familiar with archangels or don't work with them, you could go back to that episode. I don't remember what number it was, but it was only a couple of weeks ago, but the archangels are, you know, there's an ascendant masters are 
larger presence. They're ones that we've been taught historically. Usually you may not agree with their attributes based on the way a religion may account for them, but then they are like bigger energies that encompass. It's almost like the archangels are holding the space for a particular energy. Like Archangel Raphael is healing, holding space for healing energy. And then all the angels of that are there for healing purposes are working in concert with Archangel Raphael. That's the way I understand it anyway. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Okay. So good. Now that I just realized that might have been something that people were wondering about. And I do think that the personalities of spirit guides can throw people off too, because they feel more regular sometimes. Sometimes they feel a little different than what you would expect, but because they are more regular, it's easier to think you're making it up in your head. Oh yeah. All the time. Did I just make that up? Or was I talking to a loved one in spirit? Mm. Was I talking to a ghost or somebody else that is not my spirit guide? So I get that question a lot. How do I know if this is my spirit guide or not? And really becoming more aware of their personality, but also becoming aware of your own intuitive language is so important because people tend to make getting messages harder than it is. And it's so natural and so inherent in you that we think it has to be hard. And when it's easy and it just pops in or we just hear it, we're like, I must have made it up. Well, I must have been wanting that outcome versus actually, nope, it's just your own beautiful intuitive language perceiving your spirit guide. And the more consistent people are with talking to their guides and hearing that person speak in spirit or seeing or feeling or just knowing their message, they'll start to see a pattern. Oh, well, hmm. You know, I I was writing this message down and I don't normally say things this way, or I don't normally write things this way. Okay. Interesting. Like I had a guide from England and whenever I'd write, I would spell traveling with two L's instead of over here in the U S we don't do that. So And we'd get little things like that. And I thought, interesting. And definitely feel the influence Mm. of spirit. And when I used to do readings, I would have a guide that was from New York. And I started to talk to my client like I had a New York accent. Now, I could never be an actress because I really can't do accents. If you try, if you tell me to try, like it's going to come out horrible. It's not going to sound anything like New York. So it was really interesting and funny enough, Patty, a couple years ago when I went full time online, because I used to see clients in person and, and do readings when I decided, okay, I'm going to do my videos. I'm going to produce my content, you know, and, and teach. I ended up teaching something and had an Australian accent. And I have a friend from New Zealand. And I know that's a different country, but I said, Hey, can you please just look at this video? She's like, Oh my gosh, there's no way. So it's so interesting to see what kind of spirit guide influence that you have around you when they're helping you record a video or they're helping you with healing or they're helping you with inspiration. Oh, I love that. Okay. So a couple of things I want to touch on real quick. I think we did an episode of the way you teach for intuitive languages. If we haven't done one, 
at some point we will do one. But for the purposes of this one, to keep to not get off topic, I just want to let you all know that Whitney has a great quiz that will give you your intuitive language. Now, this is your primary intuitive language. We all have, we work with more than one, but if you go to pattylennon.com forward slash messenger, you will get access to Whitney's quiz, which will give you your language. And the reason that's helpful to know is because once you get information about your language, you'll realize if you're not getting information regularly, it might be because you think it's supposed to look a certain way and your language actually works differently than you're realizing it. So I just wanted to put that out there. We're, that's not what this episode's about, so we're not going to go there right now. But back on track for spirit guides, the thing I want to get to is what you commented on about people don't work with them consistently. And I think this is so important because... I'm doing Unleash Your Magic in a couple of weeks. And when we, you and I were talking about it, just like I was running ideas by you and I was like, here's what I want to do. And here's why I want to do it because we've all been stuck too long and we have to get our shit out in the world. We have to get out of our own way. <laughs> and we were talking about it. We got on the topic of spirit guides and you were kind enough to offer to come into the event and do a session with the attendees to help them work with their spirit guides, specifically with Oracle cards. But before we go there, I want to talk about the consistency. Because if you are listening and you are coming to Unleash Your Magic, and I hope you are, if you start working with your spirit guides more consistently before the event, Whitney's session is going to be even that much more powerful for you. And if you haven't gotten your ticket, go to pattylynn.com forward slash unleash your magic. But Whitney, can you talk about consistency and what that looks like and why it's so important? Absolutely. So I say all you need is five to 15 minutes each day to talk to your guides. And I'm not a routine kind of person. I don't like to have a routine at 8 a.m., but some people really do. So let's say that you want to pick a time, 10 a.m., 8 a.m., or something like that, that works for you. It could be at night. You can talk to your guides and receive their messages in that time. If you are not a scheduled person like me, then attach it to a consistent event. So after I eat breakfast, while I'm drinking my coffee, right before I go to bed, right after lunch, right after I brush my teeth, just some sort of easy way to implement five to 15 minutes each day. And the more consistent that you are with talking to them, and receiving your messages is going to do two things. Any kind of counselor or therapist is going to tell you, you have to communicate, right? In order to have a relationship, you have to get on the same page. And so many times people assume our guides just know what we need. And while yes, they know what kind of lessons are coming up in contracts, they are not going to know the ins and outs of our life in the details. They're going to have the highlights and the bullet points but we have to fill them in on the rest. And when we fill them in on the rest, then things become easier. We start to listen to our intuition. Oh, I have this stuff on my list today. Mm, I'm not going to do it because my spirit guides are telling me to put off till tomorrow. And we can save so much time. We can save money with investments when we really listen to our guides and we have this relationship. 
And then when we receive their messages every day, what that does is it helps to normalize getting messages. And the more that we quote unquote, build this intuitive muscle, we start to then perceive our messages with less resistance. It's easier because it's more normal. And so many times we're expecting this booming voice to come down that says, you know, go do this thing. And that's not how it is most of the time. It's subtle. And so the more that you train your energy to recognize the subtleties of energy, the easier it's going to be for you. And then you are creating in this five to 15 minutes, only intuitive message time. So that your brain is trained to not think about things, to not think about, uh oh, oh shit, I forgot lunch, or I've got to make dinner, or I've got to do these things. And this is only time for five to 15 minutes of talking to your guides and receiving messages. So that's another reason. That's the third bonus reason of why you need to do it, because it's easier to let yourself have this time and it's easier to just let things go. And we try to do it today or tomorrow. Sometimes it's hard for us to just clear our minds and just receive. But if we're doing it on a consistent basis, then it is easier because we're like, oh, no worries. I'll pick, I'll pick back the other stuff I was thinking about a little bit later on. So it's very important for consistency. And um, just because I know what people's questions are, having had this conversation is, what do I ask them? What does it look like? What do I even say? Especially if they're starting from ground zero, like not having had this conversation. So I'll be going over some really good questions, by the way, to ask your guides with Oracle cards. But if you're wondering where to start now, I would say just show up and say, I welcome my guides. Thank you for being around me. And I really would love to know more of your messages. And when you're talking to them, it's okay to tell them what's going on in your world and what you need help with, right? Think of it as a conversation. And then depending on what's going on in your world and what you need help with, ask the question that pertains to that and just perceive the response. So sometimes we just make it so big in our head, like, oh my gosh, you know, what do I ask? When really they're interested in you and how to help you. And so we want to thank them because we don't always want it to be this one-way street, but it's important to just say, you know what, I'm trying to make a decision and I'm just not sure which way to go. Could you show me the energy around this option? Or could you give me a big yes or no if this is in my highest and best? And just see how it comes in for you. It could be a yes or no or a green or red light if you're a seer. It could be a yes or no, literally, and you're hearing it if you're an owl. And if you're an empath, you'll feel it. And if it is a channeler response, then your body will often have a sensation of, I'm feeling lighter or I'm feeling really heavy about it. So you'll have this inspiration. So just start simple with whatever's on your mind. Sometimes people say, you know, I want to ask how many do I have? And, you know, what are their names? I was like, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that right now. Just start with the stuff that is most immediate to you at this moment. Yeah, I love that because I think um, I noticed that a lot with clients when I do work with people privately and it hasn't been, I haven't done that in a while, but the idea of like, what's their names and 
why are they here? And these very specific answers are really about ego. Like it's really about your ego wanting to understand what's going on. Your soul knows these guides from, from <laughs> before being in that human form that you are, before finding your meat suit. <laughs> it's your mind, it's your ego that really wants to know, that clings to these identity issues. Although over time, you will, because they're, you just get so used to them showing up. Even It's like um, I walk on a greenway every morning and there's now, like I've been doing it for over a year and a half, almost every morning at pretty much the same time. So there's the same people. Now, I don't really do anything other than say hi. But like by this point, they have like names in my head <laughs> and... You know, they, I've attributed things to them, like, and someone from the Greenway ended up showing up at my Pilates studio, and I'd never seen her out of the Greenway, and I was just like, what the hell? But, like, she was still her, and she still had her personality, and she had all those things, and the more you just show up, the more you'll realize, actually, that you know most of that information already. It just drops yeah. in. You do. And, you know, I think that people think this is a formality. Oh, I'm meeting my guides. I must know their name. And guides don't really care about names so much. I mean, some may, but more it's like, hey, I've known you for a long time. Like, let's just get past the small talk and, and just get to the stuff that really matters. And some guides don't even care about names. They just want you to identify them as an energy that comes and they're like, ah, that's earth plane stuff. I love your reference. I also do the same thing with walking in the neighborhood. And sometimes I don't even know or remember the person's name, but I know all the things about their life. And so that's kind of reminds me of like spirit guides, right? They know everything about your life. They're here to help. And it's like, eh, this formality stuff isn't a big deal. So before we wrap up, can you talk a little bit about why working with Oracle cards with your spirit guides is a little bit easier than? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the ways is because Oracle cards are a tangible way to literally see the message. But it's funny that I pulled this card. This is the clear your mind card. And it says you're blocking what you need to receive. And I have so many people put it back in the deck like, oh, I still must not be getting the message. I must be pulling them wrong. And then they pull it again. And it's the same card. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So it's an easier way for our brain to accept this is an actual real message. And Oracle cards, it's such a great tool when it's not overused. And I think that that's the key. Sometimes we are like, I'm going to pull cards for every single thing in my life. And if that's the case, and you're not trusting the messages that you're getting, your spirit guides are going to say, mm, we're not going to work with you through that anymore. Mm -hmm. Because they don't want you to lean too much into something they want you to trust yourself. However, they can be wonderful tools when you talk to your spirit guides and you invite them in to help show the messages through the cards. And it's a great way to develop your intuition as well, because sometimes you get a card that you don't feel like you're resonating with the message or the heart chakra. However, you see the color green and all of a sudden you see green and you intuitively know something else. So the heart chakra card, for instance, on my deck has a bunch of green and it's time for self-care is the message. But you could be looking at this and saying, you know what, this means money to me. Mm. And I've been asking my guides, you know, what can I do to have more money in my business or what's the next right action to 
create this new offer, whatever it is. And so this card could be in tandem with other cards and it really does represent, oh, okay, got my message. So usually your guides will give you a card that just shows you the meaning. But the more you work with your cards and you develop your intuition, you'll start to see these other kind of nuances like I was just talking about. Mm, So good. All right. Well, if you haven't gotten your ticket to Unleash Your Magic, now you know you must get your ticket because this is worth the price of admission alone. Go to pattylyncom forward slash unleash your magic. And if you want to get Whitney's quiz, and I know you do, make sure you go to pattylyncom forward slash messenger. We'll put those links in the show notes. Whitney, what else? Any last words of wisdom you want to leave? I would say just really lean into yourself and lean into your trust. Because I really feel that when it comes to trusting our spirit guides, really what's going on is we are not feeling like we can truly trust ourselves. And so the more that we do this, the more we start following those inspired actions and the more that we can unleash more magic into our life. So know that your spirit guides are always around you and they've been with you for a while. They haven't gone anywhere. They're not on vacation when you're in that desert, when you feel like there's no magic. They are working with you and they're doing things for you. So hopefully that gives you some awareness and that you do have good guides. They're doing their job and you'll see the fruits of their labor a little later on. Takes a little time for things to grow sometimes. It does. All right. So if someone wants to find you, where's your favorite place to be found? All right. So you're listening to a podcast. And so you can jump over to my podcast. It's spiritual and ambitious. And I also hang out on Instagram. You can pretty much find me on any social media at messenger of spirit. And everything I've got is messengerofspirit.com. So you can find me there. Yes. And you can also get Whitney's deck on messengerofspirit.com as well. And you can get my deck at pattyland.com forward slash cards. And usually I use my deck and Whitney's deck together. And I find that that makes a really good partnership. Our decks were created in very different ways. And so the energies that come in through the two types of cards look and feel different. They tend to amplify each other. So if you are a deck collector, deck collector like I am and Whitney is, get both. (laughs) They're both awesome. All right, Whitney, thank you so much for being here. I love you. I can't wait to play with you. I love you too. Thanks so much for having this conversation and just hanging out with me. Yeah. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Make space for magic, people. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people, and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. 
Sound Advice FM, Women's Voices Amplified.